Like many others, this past weekend, I went and I saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Now, this episode is not a review. It is not an Easter egg uh, video, and it's certainly not, you know, an ending explained summary. Instead, what it is, is there was an interesting philosophy that was presented within the movie that I want to highlight. And so, you know, utilizing Guardians of the Galaxy, I want to have it be the entry point to this much larger concept. Now, it's a minor spoiler in terms of what I'm going to talk about as far as the movie. However, it is, you know, however minor, it's still a spoiler. And so if you're adverse to that, uh, please tune out um, and instead go see the movie and then come back. Um, But if you've seen it, you know, then certainly dive right in with me. So it all begins with the high evolutionary, right? The the main villain of the, the, the movie. And for the high evolutionary, his goal is to create a great society, right? And that sort of was the jumping off point for me. There's this principle, um, you know, they're coming from the book, The Irony of Choice, that posits there are two types of essentially people in terms of the choices that they make. There are maximizers and then there are satisfiers. So let's take a look at this. Um, You know, if you're a maximizer, um, you're likely to weigh choices carefully to assess which one is best. This can, of course, lead to a great outcome. When maximizers make decisions, they're very likely informed. And on paper, their decisions may look like the most logical or efficient since they've spent much time deliberating possibilities and potential results. But there are drawbacks. People um, who have trouble making decisions because, you know, they always want to get it perfectly right. And they want to maximize the outcome, so they lose a lot of time in the process. And the process of deliberating and choosing one option after seriously considering it others is not only very time-consuming, but can actually yield some post-decision regret. Um, So, and by the way, uh, I'll link to, um, you know, the, the book and the articles in the description so you can kind of check out what I'm referencing when I talk about this stuff. Whereas the opposite of maximizing is satisfying. Someone who realizes there are constraints and you can't solve them all. And you definitely can't solve all of them quickly. Uh, so good enough is the characteristic of decision-making for satisfiers. And unlike maximizers, satisfiers don't need a lot of options or information. They rely less on outside sources, meaning they're less likely to scour online reviews or get as much information as possible when making decisions. They make decisions faster, weigh fewer choices, and go with their gut. The drawback here uh, may reach a decision quickly, but it may not necessarily be the best outcome that gives them the maximum return. For example, a 2006 study showed that recent university graduates with maximizing tendencies found jobs that had a starting paid salary, which was 20% higher than those of their satisfying peers. So, you know, there's pros and cons to each. And like everything in life, I think, you know, we can be on a spectrum depending on what the decision is. Like, you know, if there's things that aren't important to us, uh, then, you know, we might just go with the quote unquote satisfying choice versus maximizing it. 
And, you know, the reason why I like Guardians of the Galaxy in terms of this concept is because the high evolutionary is a person that, if you're, you know, I'm sure you can guess, is a maximizer, right? Everything about a society that he wants to build, you know, the animals, the structure, and so forth, tends to be, you know, maximizing it and purpose-driven to, and quite literally to the point of obsession, right? And yet, as the movie showcases, you know, the, the utopia he's trying to build is creating quite a dystopia. And so, but it, but it, but it becomes his driving force and, and eventually, like, that's, that's where the evil part is because it's relentless and unyielding. And so it's a good lesson to us all in that way that, yes, I think, you know, ultimately, as I've pointed out, there's benefits to maximizers and benefits to satisfiers, but there's also drawbacks. Um, in a way, I've now tended to more or lean into satisfying choices because as a general rule, um, you know, psychologists have found that uh, while maximizers do better, they tend to feel worse um, because they're less satisfied with what they get. And, you know, um, because even though the result is objective, you know, as far as like, you know, y- y- like you can calculate it out, did, did you make the best decision? There's still that inherent overthinking tinge of, you know, did I make the best choice? And of course, at the end of the day, it's all time stamped, right? So if you buy the best TV on the market today, well, give it three months and all of a sudden you don't have it. And so that that sort of gnawing voice will creep into a maximizer's um, brain of like, well, you know, that was the best choice then, but what about now, right? And so... Yeah, the the high evolutionary is taking what is a maximizer to the absolute extreme. And it provides that cautionary tale that, again, on its own, you know, maximizing and satisfying is not inherently good or evil. Um, And as I said, I think there's a balance in all of it. Um, You know, if you love cars, then you're going to spend a lot of time thinking about cars and making sure you buy the one that you would like. And you're going to spend time, you know, optimizing it with, you know, all the various features and so forth, right? Whereas, you know, let's say, you know, when it comes to a TV, you just want a TV in your house, right? And you'll just get, okay, cool. This one's, you know, good enough and call it a day, right? So, we pick out various aspects to focus on um, and, you know, we fluctuate, right? That's, that's really the, the point of all of it is there are certainly things that I maximize, um, you know, to make sure like, okay, I want, I want the most bang for my buck and I want it to be pristine. And there's definitely choices that I'm just like, okay, this is good enough. And even within a project, right, I think for creatives in general, you know, like, for example, with filmmaking, you know, there's always going to be 
choices to be made. I mean, a, a movie is made up of like literally thousands of decisions and, you know, some of them have to be good enough and, um, and others it's like, okay, well, you know, what, what has the maximum return, right? And where do we need to spend the money and the time and the thinking, right? So that to me is the healthiest approach, let's say. Because again, you know, the high evolutionary is uh, an example of maximizing taking to the extreme in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Um, didn't have a counterpoint necessarily to it, but, you know, one can imagine someone who's just completely uh, good enough. It, it's almost like apathy, let's say. You know, that can be taken to the extreme. And while, you know, satisfiers overall tend to you know, enjoy life a little bit more, um, you know, at a certain point that can work against you where, you know, as it says, as far as like, you know, the 2006 study about jobs, if like you're always just going from good enough, good enough, um, eventually there could be that point where you feel that you're not getting a return on any of this stuff and, you know, without realizing that it's essentially your own self-making, right? Just like it was for the high evolutionary. It really was his doing that was creating all of this and that, that obsession. And while he was trying to build a dystopia, build a utopia, you know, he just kept building more and more dystopias. Um, when in reality, it, you know, as the guardians showed that it's okay. Like, there can be a way to make it all work. And, and, you know, that's what really the Guardians kind of represent. Not necessarily satisfiers in that sense, but just the idea of found family coming together and allowing for imperfections to just be there, um, which is tangential to what satisfying kind of represents, but, um, you know, not exactly in that way, right? So... Yeah, I thought this might be a fun way to introduce this concept. Um, and, you know, I'm curious, you know, you having seen the movie, how does that shape your viewpoint of of it, right? How does it deepen your relationship with it, your thoughts on it? Um, or just in general, you know, knowing this concept of maximizers versus satisfiers, how does it extend out into the world in terms of how you make decisions, um, perhaps how you make art, um, things of that nature, you know, um, I'm very curious to know, right? Because any given day we, we make all sorts of decisions, right? In, in our careers, in our friendships, in our love life, um, in the choices that we buy, you know, so finances, all that stuff, you know, um, there's so much how we drive, you know, do we take a left, do we take a right, like all that stuff. And how that impacts us based on the choices that we make. I think it's a very fascinating topic of discussion. So, as I said, I wanted to introduce that concept. So, you can uh, think about it just like I had been. Thank you so much. I truly do appreciate you. And I'll see you next time.